afternoon or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. So I wanted to do something different. I will need a microphone. Do I just pick one of these? Okay. I will still need my microphone. And do you push the red button? I should have told them this is what I wanted to do. Oh. Okay. Um, I wanted to do something this morning. Avin, can you come up with me this morning? So we have Avin Carey right here. And um, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what he's going to do. He's going to pray for us today that we would receive the word with gladness and that it would touch our hearts, right? And um, I've seen him do a few things throughout the time. And I said, Avin, the next time I speak, would you mind open up the prayer for me? And I didn't know it would be today. And so today is the day. And uh I asked parents' permission, and they gave it to me, and I got to talk to him. You know, I see this little guy. He's just worshiping the Lord, and, and he's getting so tall. So you're like, you're like this up here on me, and just a little bit more. You're going to be taller than me. But he was opening the door for 101. Did anybody? He opened the door for 101 last week. Did, I don't know if you were there. And uh, in class, he, he kind of opened that door outside, and he was letting people in. And, and he just did it. And then I heard he was upstairs in the class. And listen to the whole class. And I said, you know what? It's in us. And it needs to start young. So I said, do you mind praying for the service? And he said, absolutely. So we prayed in pastor's office. And, uh, and I said, thank you for doing this, Avin. And so we're going to pray with him. And we're going to make sure. Do you want to just say testing before? Because I want to make sure everybody can hear you. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, we're going to turn you up a little bit more. Slay testing one more time. So we're going to put that in you. Testing, right. testing. Okay, so do you mind praying for us? And we're going to pray for this service that God would just touch us and anoint us. Amen? Amen. So pray with him. Make sure you put it up cloud. There you go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just pray, I just pray that everyone in this room will have a great service today. I ask that God will touch everyone in the room. I thank God that we are all here today in this room, praying, worshiping. Yes, God, yes. Let the word of God change them, change everyone in this room. Yes, God. Let everyone feel your joy. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much. Oh, you can hold that. Thank you so much for praying for us. Thank you. Lord, we just thank you, God. Thank you for what you've given. Touch him, God. Thank you, Lord, as he walks, God. Put your hand upon him, God. I thank you for your anointing to flow around him, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the purpose and plan you have in his life. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Thank you for praying. Have a great class upstairs. I love you. Really, life is about doing it together.
And when God says, and, and it was so wild, I walked this morning, you know, like Sherry doesn't know everything, just let you know, I don't know everything. So I'm making a print off for that ladies conference, our ladies little thing, we're gonna have some food together. And I was like, Lord, is it, is, should it Avin do it today? And then Avin walked downstairs and came right to me while I was in the office printing something. And he said, well, there he is. Isn't that so good? Like, I don't know when. I just have to follow him, his leading. He will always lead you where you need to go. Do you believe that? I believe that. I believe that these shoes will always be ordered by the Lord. Well, actually my feet, but I can't put those up there this high. And uh, that would be just a little bit tricky. And, uh, but these will always be ordered by the Lord. I don't know about you, but mine will always be ordered by the Lord. And if I was in your seat, I'd say, that's me. When that woman's speaking, I forget her name, but you know who, wherever that's, she's speaking, I, I want to be ordered by the Lord. And I believe God will do that. So we're going to talk about something this morning that I believe that God has spoken. And uh, Pastor, we love you. We're praying for you. Send lots of texts to him because he can't talk on the phone, right? We want his voice to get better. So, uh, and you can't even whisper when you have that kind of stuff. So, but um, we're going to talk about anxiety today. And this little title thingy would be, have you ever dealt with anxiety? Just let that go down for a second. Maybe we all have. Maybe some people haven't. So I just want to tell you a story as you sit down and listen just for a moment with the Word of God. And we have some baptism after service. It's so exciting. And you know who you are. We're so excited for you. There's a story about a psychologist. This guy, he would wake up in the nighttime and he would have nightly anxiety. But you know why? Because he was so afraid something was under the bed. That's never happened to you probably. And so he said, I've got to go see a psychologist. I I just got to go. And so he goes in, he tells them all the stuff. And he says, I can help you. I I can do that. Now, I will need need to have about 10 weeks with you at $100 a week. He said, okay. It's probably way more money than that now, but $100 a week. So he left. He says, wow, that costs way too much. So weeks passed. And he saw the psychologist, the psychologist just said, hey, hey, what about you? Are you coming back to see me? Are, are you coming back to, uh, to, for me to help you? He said, you know what? My friend, he cured me. He said, really? Well, what did he do? He said, he said to go home, cut the legs off of that bed, and you'll not have a problem again. We can make it so much bigger in our mind, right? This mind is just a wild thing, but needs to be tamed by this, right? So anxiety, it's a feeling of worry, nervousness, uneasy. You know, you know that if you've dealt with it, dealing with it. It's a typical cause by what? An event, an uncertainty thing that's happened, an outcome that's coming, fear of not being able to control something. 
because you can't control it. I can't control it. But he is ordering. I don't want to take my shoes off again, but you know. He's ordering our steps. He orders my steps. Does he order yours? Being anxious is about things in every day that will affect your entire body when you're anxious. Your mind, your thoughts, they can affect your whole body with being anxious, anxiety. You know what's so wild? You go to the doctor, and I'm all about doctors because I've gone to the doctors, and um, they give you some pills to take, a prescription, right? Then you have to go find how much it costs, and you're like, "Ah, can you just keep that because I can't afford that? And uh, you take them. Okay, say you got it, it was cheaper or whatever. And, um, And then you go home, and you look up the side effects, and you're worried about that. I don't take any pills. Blood pressure. What are all the pills? Any other things like that. Yeah, that. I don't take, whatever. I don't take any pills. But they try to put you on pills. And I said, what's the side effect? I said, I, I, I don't want any of those things. <laughs> then we worry about those things. Don't give in to anxiety. Well, how do you do that? Sherry, yeah, right. How, how am I going to not give in to anxiety? Oh, it's so quiet. You want to know? I really don't know everything, but let me just tell you. Anxiety leads to unwise decisions. <laughs> Have we done that before? Uncertain in our mind, slow productivity, affect a pers- with our relationships with one another, and it steals our joy and our peace. Because sometimes you're on this side of the street, nobody in here, but on the side of the street, you're like, ah, I got to pray. Hey, I got to. You're like, Man, they need some joy in their life. Jesus, lead me. Order my steps. Amen? So anything that does that to me, I don't want that in my life. I don't want those uncertain things. I don't want those things to affect me. But God has a plan for your body to function properly. Say properly. Say, that's me. That's me. So how are you dealing with anxiety? E. Stanley Jones says, worry is the interest we pay on tomorrow's troubles. I don't even know. There's probably worry songs and all that kind of stuff that we shouldn't do, right? I'm not going to worry about a thing, you know. Um, I'm not sure if that's a song, but I'm not going to worry about a thing, right? Because that's what he said I shouldn't do. Because I'm paying on interest for tomorrow, and Jesus might come tonight, and he might come at like 7.05.2. Two oh seconds, whatever you know, what I'm saying like, and so why am I worried about tomorrow? And like, he already has good stuff for tomorrow. He's like, you don't need to really worry about that, but do we? I allow my mind to dwell on difficulties and troubles. That's what we do. Worry. Do you want to know what I'm going to use this for? Worry. I gotta make sure I know my notes. Worry. It's like a rocking chair. Oh, my. Let's sit here for two seconds. Worry's like a rocking chair. It keeps you busy all day. Don't go back too far. It keeps you busy all day, right? Because you're just rocking. And it helps me to go where? Nowhere. Why are you worried? God says, trust him. You know, back in the 
Old Testament, he was like, okay, I've given you everything, children of Israel, come on now, don't worry. Your, your shoes didn't wear out, you didn't even need a doctor. Well, I've seen a few doctors in Canada. But this rocking chair keeps you busy, but gets you nowhere. We all have things that we go through. Amen? We face times of difficulty. Anxious moments and situations will come. Say, will come. But we have a great promise in the word. This is really, this is it. This is your study book. And when you get to heaven, you'll say, how well did I do? Did I get the president's list or did I get the dean's list? Or did I barely make it? Because he's given it to us, right? Isaiah, listen to this. So you're like, okay, how do I overcome? We're going to talk about it. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3, the New Living Translation says, the one who forms you says, do not be Does it say that? Do I have the right thing? Do not be what? Afraid. Say, I don't need to be afraid. For I have a ransom you. I have called you by name. We got lots of names in this house. He's called you by what? Your name. You are, you are you. Now the enemy will say, you know you ain't no good. You know that's going to happen. You know that's going to happen. And you know you, you know. When you go through the deep waters, I will be with you. Are you going to go through deep waters? They deep. They, 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 we deep. Way deeper than this water right here. Way deeper. You're going to go through some deep waters. And he said, I'll be with you. When you go through the rivers of difficulty... When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. That means you will go through the rivers of, but you won't, because I ain't drowning. I ain't, are you drowning? You know, you get that like, I ain't drowning. I'm not doing that. Say, I'm not doing that. When you walk through the fire, now, fire like, I just burn my little finger and it hurts. You know, like, everything hurts you. Down to your toes, it hurts you to burn your finger. Okay, when you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. Thank you, Lord. So no matter where I'm walking through, no matter what I'm going through, I won't be. Do you believe the word? Yeah. The flames will not consume you. That means you're going to have some flames. Wow. And they're not going to do what? So no matter what I go through, they will not consume me. For I and the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So no matter what you're going through, everything's going to be all right. I wish I could have wrote that song. Every little thing's going to be all right. So I remember coming to Canada. I remember about this story when I came here. And so we came here. I've always been in Virginia my whole life. I was born in Virginia, and I lived in Virginia. My kids were born in Virginia. Everything was Virginia until I came to, oh, Canada right? And so I came here and I was like, honey, I ain't driving nowhere until you give me a phone. Because I'm not used to all that right out there. You know, that just makes me just be like, whoa, I got to learn how to drive. But I need a phone just in case of emergency, because I need you. Because I only know four people in Canada. That is Luke and Grace who can't drive. And then you, I got to make sure I can contact you. Okay. So um, I went to the store 
And it was a big parking lot, and I don't know what day it was, but there wasn't a lot of, like, what out there parking. And I mean, there was a lot of parking for me. I mean, there was not many cars. And so um, I drove in that big parking lot with hardly no cars, and all of a sudden I felt something. And I was like, whoa. And I just said, stopped, because there's nobody around, really. I had to drive over there to that grocery store, probably. And, um, and I was like, what is this in my car? And I was like, I feel anxious. I feel anxiety that just like decided to sit in my seat over here. And I said, Aah! and I said, oh, no, 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 no. I just moved here to Canada. You can't get in my car. And I've never, ever felt it before in my life. So I said right there, I said, I'm going to roll down the window. This is my neighbor. We did it back in Virginia. She taught me this, but she used the door and I'm going to use the car door. And, uh, and so I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to use the window right now. I'm going to say, you know, you, you can't be in this vehicle right now because you making me think crazy thoughts and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to let you, you get out of this car right now. Get on out. I know you needed a way out. So there it is right there. That's the way out. Don't come back in my car like that again. Now, I could have decided just to leave it there. Oh, yeah. It's easy. Easy to leave it there. They probably think, what is wrong with that woman over there? Remember, there was no car, so it, nobody thought that, right? And, uh, and so I was like, oh, no, no, no. My God is all about peace, right? Is your God about peace? And so freedom from worry and fear, he brings calmness. He brings rest. That's what my God does. Does your God do that? Yeah, kind of give me that wave that he does that for you. Okay, so look at this. I needed the peace of God, and I felt the peace of God. And look what John 14, the Amplified Bible, says. It says, peace I leave with, come on, that's you. Say say your name. Peace I leave with Sherry. Peace I leave with, I want everybody to say their name, okay? Like, it's going to sound like crazy in here, but that's all right. It'll be good for the all the viewers, okay? Peace I leave with my, what kind of peace? Perfect peace. Who, Who got no perfect peace? But Jesus, he says, my perfect peace I give to, some days I don't feel that, God, but you said you give it to me. Not as the world gives do I give to you. We don't want nothing the world gives us. We already tried all that stuff. Ain't no good. So do not let our heart be troubled. Oh, do we have troubled hearts sometimes? Peace I give to you. Nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace, look at this, beautiful. Let my perfect peace calm you, calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. So everything's going to be all right. It might feel overwhelmed now, but everything's going to be all right. I will make it. I have this much time on this earth, and I am going to make it. I am going to do it. I can overcome because he has what kind of peace? Say, that's mine. I need that in my life. Do you need that in your life? I need perfect peace in my life. We need God to sweep into those times of anxiety that try to come on us, try to make a seat in your house, in your car, somewhere, and say, no, 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 I can't have that. So I have to tell you one more thing about anxiety. Now, this one is when I went to Canada's Wonderland 
Anybody ever been to Canada's Wonderland? <laughs> Wave to me if you've been to Canada's Land. We're just going to feel a little bit. There we go. I think almost everybody. Okay. Um, I won't ask who hasn't been there because probably need to take them. Okay. So I went to Canada's Wonderland. We were having fun. And like, then I got to know a few more people, right? So these people said, won't you go with us? And we're like, okay, let's go. And so we went and we ate beaver tails and I don't really care for rides. I just like all the food, okay? So they have beaver tails. I was like, beaver tails? I want that. To say I ate a beaver tail, I got like, I got to get my selfie. I got to take a picture with this beaver tail. And um, yummy. I wanted to have just the cinnamon sugar, but it was so good. And then I like the funnel cakes, and I ate funnel cakes. And then they had these little donuts. I don't know. They're famous for these little donuts. I don't know what they're called, but these little donuts that you get. So like I'm having all that stuff. People ride these rides that scare you. And I'm not about scared. I'm about like, do you know the funnel cake place right, right there? I'm going to be right there when you get off that. So it was probably hot that day. And um, so we went to one of those shows. And it's like, oh, yes. The kids all want to sit down. Everybody wants to sit. And we want to have AC blowing. And we're going to sit here and watch the show. So I get in my seat. I like walk towards my seat. And I sit down. Within seconds, I felt anxiety. I felt a panic attack. I've never felt a panic attack in 40-some years. And I felt the panic attack. And I was like, if I don't get out of this seat and I don't get down that aisle and get out of here, I'm going to scream. I know, right? You're like, Sharon, what? I'm going to tell you the whole story. Okay, so I said, I told myself, I got to go. I'm just going to go out. And I mean, I was getting out. And I was like, what are the lights? I got to see how to get out of here, you know? And you go out this way. And that woman was like, are you all right? I said, yeah, where's the door to get out of this place? So I got out to fresh air and everything. And I was like, what just happened? What just happened? Did anybody see me? So, okay, so I get out of that. We have the good time the rest of the day. I probably rode one of those roller coasters that probably made me feel a little sick and whatever, but, you know, not one of the big giant ones. But, uh, okay, so that night we go home and everybody's in the bed, everybody's sleeping, people are snoring, everything's happening, you know, when people sleep. You know, I don't know, they talk in their sleep, whatever. So one o'clock in the morning, I'm like, God, what, what, what happened over there? What, what, what was that? What, what, why did that happen? I used to me to, oh, Canada. And you, like, I've done done. This guy was in my seat, and then I'm about to have a panic attack and scream in the place. They're going to say, what's wrong with that woman? And God says, do you want to know what God said? At one in the morning, he says, I put you through this today so that you would know what people feel like in, oh, Canada. I'm telling you, that feeling, I don't have one of those kind of things, but I'm going to use this. That feeling that I felt was so debilitating. It was like I couldn't do anything but just get out the door before I screamed. Do I have God? Yes. I was like, God, what is it? People go, <laughs> And then, I don't know, I don't know what is, what's going on. And people are talking in their sleep, getting up, going to the bathroom. I mean, just like everything's going on in the house. And I'm like, Jesus, what happened? He said, people, it's debilitating. And I know that you know God is speaking to you and showing you. It's like I can't move to the next page on my iPad. Because why? It's debilitating. Anxiety. 
It'll take you farther. It'll take you places. But God, I'm going to walk through it, but I got God. Do you have God? He's going to help you through it. Do you believe that God is good? Do you believe he's faithful? Do you believe he cannot lie? He always keeps his word. He always keeps his promises. But it's debilitating. I'm sweating. Jesus knows our problem before we even show up. And guess what? He has a deliverance plan for you. Because I was like at 1 o'clock in the morning, I need a deliverance plan. What was that about? He said, you got to know what the people are fighting. You know what? Know what the people are going through. So somebody is going through that. I take this thing off. I'm sweating because it's a warm day. You wonder how long? How long do I have to wait? How long is this? God's word let us know. We don't have to wait. He's got his word. First Peter 5 and says, it says, now do we do this? I'm going to wrap it up because I see it's like 10 minutes till. Have I been talking that long? I think I haven't prayed too long. That's what, no, joking. I haven't prayed amazing, amazing. God's word let us know we don't have to wait. Look at this, 1 Peter 5 and 7, amplified. I love this, adds a little bit more. Casting all your cares. That means all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Who does that? We believe it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody clap with me so we can get this little clap going on, you know. Oh. But who does it? Who does that? Casting all your cares, all your anxieties. I ain't got money. I ain't got enough of this. I, I don't know what's going to happen. And all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on who? Him. For he cares about you. Wherever you are sitting in here, he cares about you. With the deepest affections and watches over you very carefully. Does he watch over you carefully? He's a good father. I'm going to tell you about this backpack story, and I think I'm almost done. I can't even see. Okay. Um, With kids with backpacks, anybody ever had a kid's backpack? Okay. So the kids are like, I'm going to pack my backpack. I'm going to get everything in this backpack, mom. Okay, dad, grandpa, grandma, I'm going to get everything in this backpack. And you're like, do you really need to bring that much? You, you, you sure you need to have that much? They're like, yes, I need it all. I need this. I need that. I want everything. And you barely can zip it up. You fill it up. They fill it up with lots of stuff. A little way down the road, do you know what they do? They don't want to carry it anymore. <laughs> Wave to me. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. What happens? Who carries it? Dad, mom, grandma, grandpa. Uncles, aunts. Mm. You end up carrying it. The child no longer feels the weight of it all. But do you feel that way? I want you to know God's got big shoulders that he'll carry it. So if your backpack is full, overflowing, you can't even zip it up when you give it to him. It's almost like you lost 20 pounds. Your weight's a little bit not so heavy. So what's the solution? Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, 
Don't worry about a thing. Isn't there a song? It's probably not a God song. Is it a God song? Okay. Everything's going to be all right. I don't know. Okay. Don't worry about a thing. You know that. They, okay. Don't worry about a thing. Who don't worry about a thing? Who's not supposed to worry about a thing? Who does that? Instead, pray about. Oh, you're one of those. Do you pray about everything? We heard that before, right? You're like, yeah, I pray about everything because this thing says it. And one day I'm going to stand for God and he's going to say, why didn't you pray about everything? I'm like, everybody was like, I, you know, I try. And tell God what you need. He said, tell him what you need. You're like, I don't need no anxiety in my life. I don't want it to stay. It can't rest. It can't come in my house. It can't walk in my house. It can't. And thank him for doing it. Thank him for all he has done. So you still might fight that, but you're like, Lord, I thank you. These shoes ain't going to walk in anxiety. You see that right there? You are not going to a place where anxiety is. I'm talking to my feet, but this shoes. You are not. And this is what I do. This is what I say at home, right? And sometimes I tell that, I open that door. I said, peace has got to live in this house. Everything else got to get on out of this house because peace reigns in my house. Does it reign in yours? Put your hands together if it rains in yours. Okay, if you do all that, you know that if-then statement? I'm going to wrap it up right I'm going to tell you the last story. We're going to stand up. Okay, if-then, then, then it says, then you will experience God's peace. If you do what? Don't worry about a thing. And pray about everything. Tell him. Thank him. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and it will guard your mind as you live in Jesus Christ. Because no matter where you are, anxiety will try to walk into your room. No matter who you are, no matter what credentials you have, it will try to. It will say, oh, you're going to not pass that. Oh, you're, this is going. You ain't getting no raise. You, you ain't worth no raise. That's how the enemy talks. But my God says you take everything to him and he will show up. He will show up. Do you believe that? He will show up. So I'm going to ask the musicians to come and I'm going to jump these little pages. So why don't you stand with me? I have like a few more pages. But this is what I'm going to tell you at the end. Because I have some things I want you to do in here. Some of you might have got this. Some of you. I pray that all of you got it. Are you ready to cast your cares on him? To give him your anxieties? To experience his peace? Because somebody walked in here and needs peace today. And a situation, a crisis that no one else knows about but you. You may be being all in the middle of a situation, hopeless, and where do I go? And Jesus says, peace, be still. Say that. Peace, be still. He brings great calm to every, say every, situation. He's the great calmer. He is the great calmer. And, and John says, peace I leave with you. And my peace I give to you. 
as they play, just something softly for a minute, I want to tell you a little bit more about this anxiety and and things that we all do. So this year, January 2023, I had to take Grace, my last girl. Well, I don't have one girl, but my last kid, that's the word. My last kid to college in an, in, over in America. And when I came back in that parking spot and I sat there, I said, Pastor, you go ahead. I'm going to be a while. Because when I came here a few years ago, eight years ago, I had two kids with me that helped me do all these things. And then I had to go to his office. Once I got in, I smiled at people and went to the office. And I went to the corner, kind of where you put that water at, Kumar and Dee. I go where this little table is, and I said, Nobody knows. Everybody's got their things. They're not with me. And she's a girl. I don't know if you got girls gone over. And there's guys. And how guys think. That's a whole nother story, message we could preach about how they think. That's a series. That's the truth. And all of a sudden, when I was driving back and I left there, I was so quiet. I was like, are you all right? You know, some days you want them to talk to you. Some days you're like, I got to just sit here for a minute and be quiet in the presence of God. So when I left and was driving down the road for 13 hours and come back to that Saturday and Sunday morning, we show up here. The Lord told me when we were driving down the road, he says, I am with her. So I got a word when I was driving home. But when I drove here and went in that room, tears just felt my eyes again. And I was like, we were, they were preaching about something and had nothing to do with it. And someone came up and says, told me something and then says, your daughter, God has her. They didn't preach about your daughter. They didn't preach about any of that kind of stuff. And said, and I was like, God, even the little things that concern me concern you. So wherever you are, it concerns him. I had somebody back from CCC where in Northern Virginia where we helped plant the church. She reached out to me. I've been here eight years, maybe nine, whatever it is. And I, 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 she texted me in January. Oh, where's my phone? I thought I brought my phone. Did I bring my phone? Is it my purse? Because I have to read it, right? Okay. Um, yes. She texts me. You know what she says? I took a picture so I can kind of get to it fast. And uh, she says, you have been on my mind. And I've been praying for you and covering you. Jesus, he's got you covered. He heard your prayers, and all is in his hand. Before they call, I will answer. While they're yet still speaking, I will hear. I love you. Sure, Lan, if you ever watch this, thank you. 
I couldn't respond right away. It took me like a few weeks and I finally responded and she left a message and she said, I wonder if you got my text. We all go through life, but I need a God to give me peace no matter where I am. And even as small as you think that is, it's big for me. And the next text was, good morning. God has placed you on my heart and you are my prayers this morning. I don't get all those all the time. But let me tell you what, January and February, I got that. And then someone said, can I, can I call you? I said, yeah. It was a Saturday, probably like, I don't even know, three weeks ago, something like that. And they said, can I call you? I said, yeah. So I'm upstairs to talk to them. And they said, the Lord placed me on your heart in January, and I thought it was kind of weird to call you, and I want to tell you something. So for 45 to 50 minutes, she prayed for me. And you know what? fight things we go through things and it was like it was my guts were ripped out of me but God is still faithful and still good he's a good God so when I feel overwhelmed I can run to a God that is there for me he will help you in every circumstance and I wrote this down again because they said what is the Lord telling you right now and I said I have her I have him and I know that And I can stand on his word. Literally, I can stand on the word of God and know that he's got me. So whatever you're facing, he's got you. So I have something for you today. And I'm going to leave it at the altar. And I didn't really know how to close and... And, and I was really thought about this. And you know what? I believe that stronghold of anxiety can be broken today. What can I use? What kind? I got to go home with something that I know that I can take with me. Because I'm so visual and I want to know what, what's, what is that. And so I'm going to lay these down. Don't come yet. Just give me a second. Not that. I'm going to lay these down. And I'm just laying them in order. It doesn't really matter. What we doing with that one? And we're going to do something together. I'm going to lace them over here. This is a lot. But I don't know how many people got anxiety here today and how many people deal with anxiety. So I want to have more than enough. So what I'm going to ask you to do is come get one of these. If you feel like you have anxiety on situations. And once you get it, I want you to stay up here. We're going to do something together because I have mine. So if you have anxiety here today, you've had anxiety. You've had any of that kind of form of stuff that you're like, I needed to hear this today. I want you to come get this because you get to go home with this. I need you to come get it because we're going to do something together, okay? So once you get it, stay up around the altar. I don't know. We might have to make this whole thing altar depending on how many people get it. I have a lot. They're everywhere. All it does takes sometimes one person to move out of the seat. So once you get it, maybe just stand back a hair because there's lots of people coming up. 
Pastor Jonathan, thank you for getting me these. So I want you to get one. Everybody get one. If there's leftover, I'll give some kids extra ones, but everybody get one. And I know we might not all fit up here. So if you need one and you feel like you just, everybody got one that's up here. Can you guys right here, just move just a little bit that way. I want to make an opening right here because I don't want to, I don't want to stop this until, okay. So there's an opening. If anybody else sees it, come and get one. Okay. There's lots of them over here. Don't feel like we've run out. We're not going to run out. I have a lot. So there's an opening. Maybe you don't want to stay up here the whole time, and that's all right. You might not want to stay up here the whole time, but I want you to get one. Can you walk back there? And you just have extra ones. You and Brother Mark walk back there and see if anybody else wants one. Sometimes anxiety cannot even bring you into an altar, and I get that, and that's all right. But before we do it, I want us to do it together, because I believe God told me that stronghold, that stronghold of anxiety that you deal with is going to be broken. Ebony, if we need more, I've got a few more. But I don't want to, I don't want to start it until we all start it together. got what you need. Ebony, I have more. Just in case you walk in the back. Anxiety, I'm telling you, it'll do things to you. It'll make you want to go to the bathroom right now. It'll make you go, I'm going to go get cake instead of doing whatever she's doing. That's anxiety. It does that to you. And that's all right. That's all right. If Even if you just hold this piece that you got and you just want to hold it, that's all right. Because anxiety can do this to us but I believe God is going to break that thing right now do you believe it you're trying to believe it do you believe it I believe he's going to break so I thought what can we do to break this <clears throat> you know I had to study yesterday and I said Pastor Jonathan I need, I need some of these he said well I'm going to the store I'm like oh, hallelujah I said can you find me a big one like because I could have like an illustration bigger okay so he did thank God and so what we're going to do is don't do it right yet okay but in a minute we're going to do it together and we're going to break this okay but don't break it yet don't break it yet okay we're going to break this together okay because I believe the stronghold is going to be broken this stronghold right here is going to be broken and when you, isn't this the coolest thing when you break this thing? You can almost hear it go what? Yeah. Give me that sound. Yeah. It goes, I'm like, I just, it, it, you can just, it's almost like an iceberg or something. It just, it just starts to go, right? And, it, and, and you want to just crack it every piece, everywhere you go, you want to just crack it, right? Right? So every piece of anxiety is going to leave you today. Now, it tries to get in your car. Oh, it wants to show up, right? But let me tell you what, your, that stronghold is going to be broken. So you're going to be like, you know that girl that preached, that lady that preached, that white-headed lady that preached? When she rolled, she rolled down her went, I'm doing that. I might open my door. I'm going to roll down my window because it will try to come back. But he said, peace I have given to you. You're going to have peace. The peace of God, when you begin to break this, the peace of God, that stronghold 
This just, it's nothing to do with this. This is an action that we're doing together, right? Okay? When this happens, these are the instructions, and then we'll do it, okay? So once we do this, what are you going to do with it? What, what, what should you do with it after? No, don't throw it away. We're going to break it, and you're going to do this. You're going to shake it. Why? Because light is coming. The light of His Spirit is coming. The light of His Spirit is coming to have that breakthrough. You will have the breakthrough. You will have the breakthrough. Wherever you are, you're going to have the breakthrough. If you're listening today, you're going to have the breakthrough. So you want to break this, and we're going to shake this, and the light of God, not this, not this, but the light of God will shine on your heart. Okay, and then, this is the last one, and we're going to do it. Your risk this week. I'm big about risk. Risk that so good I gotta go do that okay but your risk this week is to take this take it with you in your purse your bible your book by the if you cook all the time by your kitchen and you're gonna say when it tries to show up you're gonna pull this out and say ah, we broke that stronghold it can't stay in my house it can't show up with me it can't stay with me it'll try to show up but it can't stay with me so your risk is to bring this back next week and if pastor asks you, what do we preach about? He's probably listening. But what did you tell him? I did the risk. I did the risk. Tell somebody next week, I did the risk. I did the risk. I did it for a week. I'm going to do it another week. I'm going to do it another week. You keep on doing the risk. And the devil says, I'm mad. I'm so mad. They didn't stay in the place that they said that I wanted them to stay. Because I am not going to stay in that place. Amen. All right, are you ready? And we need the drums. We need the music. We want it, like, blowing off. I don't even know what we want. But we have something like that. Okay. So are you ready? It's going to be broken. It's going to be broken on the count of three. I, I'm going to let you break yours. I'm going to break my mama. Say it in the name of Jesus. Okay? In the name of Jesus, I believe strongholds are being broken right now. Go ahead and begin to break that. Strongholds are being broken. The peace of God is sweeping in over you. That's it. Keep on breaking it. Let it all light up. Let it all light up. Let it all light up. Every part, every part, let it all light up. Because the peace of God is there. The peace of God. You begin to shake it. That's it. He might shake you, but that's all right. The light of God. The light of God is going to show up. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and thank you for that victory. Lift your light up. Let that light shine so bright in your hearts and your minds. In Jesus' name, thank you, God. Let it be broken, God. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram, and on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review, or even both. And share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.